Salutations, my friend. And thank you. Salutations, my friends. To variant edition of the crew cast. You may. 
Salutations, my friends. What a powerful intro. What a powerful, powerful track. Yeah. Isn't that some powerful juju right there? And listen, killing me. Control edition. Salutations, my friends. Yeah, you know, I've been getting messages from people saying, while they appreciate the, uh, the rambles and the intro, they also like the music. So I figured I'd bring some of that back. You may see a little bit more of that throughout the uh, throughout the rest of the year. I was talking about this just the other day that uh, I'm kind of it, it's weird not being obsessed with Instagram. It's weird not having like an auto post schedule or something that uh, gets the information out on a somewhat relative or relevant time. Uh, it's weird not humping over my phone, making sure stuff's going out or I'm looking at comments. And I say that because look at when we're doing the show. It's Monday. We might have it. We might start doing, you know, regular shows on Monday to start the week instead of Tuesday. Uh, but, you know, not being on Instagram has really afforded us a lot more flexibility in the type of work we're doing. These aren't just posts on our Instagram page. These are actual articles, uh, the source linked information that everybody's always asking for. Oh, what are your sources? Oh, where do you get this? But we're, we're actually going to the sources these days. We're reading the articles. We're pulling up the documents. We're playing their clips even more so. This isn't just something people can say, oh, I don't see it on your feed. It, it, it's out there. <laughs> and yet people don't want to do the work still. Uh, but that's, that's, that's not what I want to start this transmission off with, with the variant edition. Variant meaning that we are doing the crew cast Monday variant, meaning that we are switching a lot of different things up variant, meaning that we have all different paths ahead of us. You know, let me, let me say this. I'll read through the topics. We'll get into the news crews and we'll start the show from there. You know, I was talking with uh, one of our exclusive members across the pond, Jensen in the UK. I was asking him the question, what are they going to do whenever People just start dying off in in, in, in droves because he was telling me how they have cool cold storage units, how they had ordered a bulk amount of those, and how over here we have uh, these 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 door to door vaccine campaigns going on, FEMA camps, uh, isolation quarantine facilities, and stuff like this. You know, and 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 we got around to basically saying that you know they're going to cover up the disappearing of opposition. They're going to cover up so-called uh, uh, dangerous or domestic terrorists. I mean, just last week you have Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York of New York saying that guns and the rhyme of crime is a public health emergency. That's all he needs to disappear people that may or may not have uh, firearms. And so what I'm trying to say is this stuff is hitting the fan. Things are going to intensify. But the best thing that we can do is try to navigate what they're Projecting onto us. Uh, we are essentially becoming escape artists day by day with the different things that they are doing. And I said this last week, man, and it, and it still rings true today. I don't worry. I mean, I, 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 I do not worry. You know, it's like, I don't know if it's like the, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you read the Bible, you know, the end of the story, you understand that this universe is going to be rolled up like a scroll and then put away. 
you read the end of the story, you understand that the moves have already been made. Checkmate is in a couple more moves, but that doesn't mean that the adversary, the person that we're going up against, the forces that are in control, doesn't mean they're going to try to cause as much damage on the match or uh, on, on, on the chessboard, so to speak, uh, before they go out. And so that's kind of what we're seeing right now. And I'm sure you guys understand it. It's not sustainable. These people's new world order is being destroyed as soon as it is being built. People are waking up at a massive rate, but that's not going to stop them from doing everything they're doing to try to control us even more so. And I really mean this. People are waking up. You know, I'm going out to restaurants. I'm sitting down with clients. I'm going out there to the gym. I'm hanging out at the mall. I'm talking to people. People get what's going on. Some of them. But that's why it's imperative for people like ourselves who are in this position of what of advanced knowledge, of advanced learning, right? Since we are in this position, we've got to fight that much harder. We've got to become leaders. And that's a, that's difficult, man. That's uncomfortable. But you know what? We're either going to bond together now or we're going to bond together whenever it's super hard. We can either stand up now or we can stand up and face resistance. And if we don't stand up and face resistance whenever that happens, well, guess what? You're either going to live on your feet or die on your knees. And so we, we, we are quickly approaching a time period where everything doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Shit don't matter no more. We are quickly running up against the clock. There's only so many moves that can be made. Things have to be played out. And then we got to pick up the ashes of what comes after. Now, what that all looks like, the time frame on that, I'm not sure. You know, this is why you see them trying feverishly to collapse the old world order that they have created to usher in this new world order. And that's what I'm talking about. The usherance in of this new world order, of their great reset, of their new normal, of this scientific dictatorship, it is not sustainable. I've read the Bible. I understand how the end of it, how it ends. Over the weekend. Let me see if I can pull this up for you guys. <laughs> I was, uh, over the weekend, I was cruising and perusing around the internet the way I do. And I found a couple of things, to be honest. Uh, but the main thing I want to point out to you guys is this right here, which will lead me into other things I'll be talking about here shortly with you. Uh, but right here. Over the weekend, I found a video clip of a man that literally has a, I'm not sure, who has like a, a glowing vaccine spot, I think is the best way to describe it. Like, you'll see. Like, you know how junkies sometimes when they shoot heroin or meth or whatever inside of their veins, you can see like the track marks, so to speak. Well, it's kind of like that, except you can see the trail of, of, of vax juice of of jab juice, however you want to look at it, you can see the trail of it actually in this man's veins. And it's pretty, pretty intense. But uh, let's let's go ahead and pull up that clip for you guys. And then we'll pull it up on the other side. But uh, this isn't a magnetic vaccine video, right? This isn't that. This is a man who is literally glowing in the dark. He's got like a little UV light. And he like shines it on his on his arm. And he shows you the injection site. Shows you the trail, and then he shows you where the actual, uh, in, uh, where 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 I guess it pulls or where it ends. You'll see. Let's play this, and then we'll we'll, we'll pick it up on the other side. 
Listen, guys, now I'm really worried. This is where I got the shot, the second shot. Look at this. It's glowing. Now I go down my arm. It gets worse. I have a little dot here. But the worst part, look at the vein in my hand. It glows. That is sick. Why is this doing this? Can someone tell me? Look at that. Look at that. It's glowing. And that's exactly where I got the shot. And now my hand and my vein is glowing. Gross. Why the hell is this doing this? What the hell is in this? Gross. What is it? Luciferase. Firefly Luciferase. That's what they're pulling up. The quantum dot vaccination Luciferase is the active component. I got to cut it off there, man. <laughs> yeah. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. This is where we are, guys. Where, where, and I was talking about this with Jensen. People know something's going on, but they just can't put it together. They have algorithmically and scientifically censored people from the truth. Like it's no longer, it's no longer like a thing where, like I used to say all the time, you know, people, people have learned to hate the truth. They don't love the truth. They don't let it enrich them and set them free. They have learned to turn it off, ignore it. And now in a time frame like this, where we have a <laughs> immorality, uh, uh, where everything doesn't really matter, this apathy, this 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 weird spiritual thing that's taking place right now, people have learned to hate the truth. It, it, it used to be that, but now they've censored things. They removed information. Everybody that used to use uh, the internet and technology and social media as an archiving and documentive tool, they don't do that anymore. They curate the content that you're allowed to see. So I'm sure there's thousands of videos of people like that who are experiencing some of these adverse reactions. But because the technocrats have such a clamp down, such an iron curtain on the amount of information that's going on right now, we have no idea. We're lucky to get information that, people's, uh, that, that the people are becoming magnetic. We're lucky to find uh, videos such as that where individuals are able to show you through UV lights weird things that are going on in their body. And so over the, if you guys listened to the most recent episode, I was talking with Pam, I was talking with our audience members about some of the strange things they're seeing in relation to the jab, right? In, in relation to people experiencing it, right? A certain level of passivity has come, in, has come over them. Mental degeneration, passivity. Uh, it's like people are in a trance-like state. And so you got to think about this, guys. Just the other week, we talked about uh, directed energy weapons, silent weapons for for, for quiet war, uh, 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 electro uh, extremely low frequencies, things like this. You have to understand that we are now in a time frame uh, where these people have psychotronic weapons that are literally able to pacify people. Now, this wouldn't be as easy if your body was not magnetized. This wouldn't be as easy if they didn't already have your biofrequency locked onto. And I think that's a lot of what's happening with this jab.
I think a lot of people like we the problem is, is we think, oh, well, people would know whether or not they're being injected with nanotechnology. No, you wouldn't. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point for you to not notice that there is technology actively working inside of you. That's why it's called nano past micro. What happens whenever we get to quantum dot technology? Yep, there you go. Quantum dot technology. You have to understand that we are in the future. And so to a degree, a fair amount of people have been injected with not necessarily experimental gene therapies, but quantum dot technology, nanotechnology, uh, magnetospike proteins, and all of this stuff eventually leads to literally being able to remotely influence people's minds, remotely influence people's behaviors. And so <laughs> I know this all sounds batshit crazy, but it almost sounds as crazy as the vaccine being the poison delivery method. People weren't getting sick with the COVID. That's why you see all the numbers being reduced. People are getting sick with the experimental gene therapy. So that was a, 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 a that definitely wasn't what I wanted to intro it with. Maybe we'll talk more about this, but let me fly through some of these topics. We'll get into the news crews and pick it up from there. <laughs> talk about a Monday, huh? It's kind of weird doing the shows on Monday, but I might like them. Uh, we might be talking about the Vorg again, uh, the drones, the people who have received the experimental gene therapy, and we are already beginning to notice like a difference in their behavior. Right? Not the social stratification that's taking place, not the partitioning of civilization, just the Vorg. That resistance will be futile. Uh, how they're getting us to turn off our intuition, mental deterioration, uh, and how this also plays into the dumbing down of everything. You know, the more and more I just put all these pieces together, I just kind of think of stuff like, you know, like with mental deterioration. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we played the clip of Joe Biden saying that all these hospital beds are going to be filled with people with Alzheimer's or dementia in the next like five to 10 years. And you think, wow, that's a kind of off the cuff remark to make. Why would you make that? And then what are we beginning to find out uh, with with recipients of the of, of, of the poison? That there is that component to it as well. And now they're coming out with these booster shots. Uh, continuing on, regional takedowns of the power grid, pockets of destabilization, civil war. Now, this is something that, ironically enough, we, po we, we I think we posted it before we came onto the air with you guys. It was an article saying that China has built in a back door to our, what you call it, to our electrical grid. They're planning to take out our electrical grid um, and how this will play into everything they want. Or better yet, everything they need. Like, it, 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 to, to be honest, man, it gets to a point to where some of it is overwhelming. We are hitting information overload. We are running down, <laughs> running down the clock on all the crazy crap that's going on. And it trips me out. It's like, look at this. I'm not like, look at how many people are, are getting lit in Cuba right now fighting against this. What are they going to do that's going to dwarf COVID to where thousands of people not only rising up against the vaccine, but thousands of people standing up against the tyranny, thousands of people dying from the jab and so much more. What are they going to do to, to, to quell us, right? 
That was the main thing they did the first time. They locked us down with C-19. They locked us down because, well, populism was spreading. People wanted to wake up from the tyranny. They wanted a different, a different world. Trump offered them that. You saw populism and nationalism rising, and they launched COVID on us to, to put us back in our place. What are they going to do to get us to believe back in this? I think it'll be regional takedowns of the power grid, pockets of destabilization to where we will have civil war. We're already seeing crime spike in the coastal regions. God, let me let me hurry up and get through these topics, then I'll talk more about all this stuff. It just truly is getting incredible out there. Uh, I asked the question, why are they making things purposely ugly? I think that's funny because we just pulled up this clip of a juvenile who remixed his song, Back That Ass Up, uh, to now saying, back Vac, vax that thing up. And here he is being a sellout, holding a C-19 vaccination card, uh, you know, propagandizing black folks. And this is sad, man. You know, because back in the day, used to, we used to really say something about people that were selling out and shilling. And it seems like these days people can't wait to get that check. That's the sad part, bro. You know, let's have more critical thinking instead of critical race theory. But that's just my suggestion. Uh, accelerationists wanting to burn everything down, the creation of a new caste system. And uh, this, is a, this, is a, this, this, this ties into something I'd like to lead into if we have time. Or maybe I'll just use this as a launch point. Uh, but, the other, but the other week, uh, speaking of the creation of a new caste system, Accelerationists wanting to burn everything down, the social credit score system, the new world order, and all the stuff that's going on, the civil war that's exploding, uh, not only here publicly, privately, but within the deep state and the Illuminati as well. I talked on, I touched on this a couple weeks ago, that some of the elites are scared because they played their part. They did their deed. And now they see how bad everything really is. And some of them want to escape what's coming, right? Some of them want to escape what's coming. Some of them want to hit the gas pedal and hurry up and start, start, start this thing. And then you have others who are just saying, no, we need to stop all of this entirely. This is the civil war with inside of the deep state. Right. This is the civil war. And so I had, I had mentioned it earlier at the start of the show that there's a fair amount of things going down right now that have to go down. And they're not all going to be good. And to a certain degree. It doesn't matter what we say or what we do. Uh, we have to reach a, 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 a climax point, so to speak. Which leads me into kind of what I was perusing into over the weekend. Uh, Project Looking Glass. And if people, are from, I, I, if people are familiar as to what Project Looking Glass is, it's essentially... It is essentially people try. You know what? Let's... Let's see what the internet says about Project Looking Glass before I go off, off the cuff. But basically, it's looking into the future. And I have a clip I'll play for you guys here afterwards. But it's uh, the government trying to look into the future and figure out uh, all kinds of different possible scenarios uh, to 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 uh, to avoid things. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and uh, going to go ahead and just 
Yep, okay. So it's just giving me the runaround. It's just giving me the runaround. That's okay. I'll go ahead and just tell you what I looked into over the weekend. Uh, Project Broken Glass is basically the military having the technology to where they can look into the past and parts of the future. I think, uh, uh, I forget who the, uh, I forget who the UFO whistleblower is from out here in New Mexico, but he talks about this distortions in time and how they had the technology to look at distortions in time. And so they built an apparatus, they built a system to where they could look inside of time through these distortions and, exp- and, 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 and just explore certain potentialities and different possibilities. But they said something happened in 2012 and it didn't matter how many different figures they put in. What, what, what factors they put into the equation, it didn't matter that something happened in 2012 and all these people could do after 2012 was manipulate the outcome. There was nothing they could do to change the outcome. Like there was something that was going to take place in 2012 that had to go down and it didn't matter if they did more or less of something, that something in 2012, everything met to that same conclusion and they had to sit there and just agree and, and just deal and so they shut down Operation Looking Glass or Project Looking Glass because they were they, they realized like there's nothing we can do. Like we had we can't influence it past 2012. All we can do is manipulate the outcome. And so that kind of leads me into what I was talking about just the other day that some things kind of have to go down. And I've said this on the show time and time again that from this time period, 2012, basically onwards. Even like, I think like a hundred years into the time period, hundred years, we're supposed to go through like a massive shift, a real awakening. I've said it on the show time and time again, that we were supposed to use this time period to shake off a lot of what's happening and understand ourselves that much deeper, that we have three paths ahead of us that we could either become true humans, uh, cyborg humans, or that we could upload ourselves to the cloud. And if anything, that assessment's wrong right there. There should be four potential outcomes because the same way that we can upload ourselves into the cloud is the same way that we can get outside of our bodies. Now, I know I'm saying some stuff that's not necessarily Christian oriented or biblical in its teachings, uh, but I guess this is, a, this is a carryover from looking into the Emerald Tablets, looking into things like, uh, again, Project Looking Glass, Project Centerland, Project Grill Flame, Project Sunstreak, and how all of this stuff is just, it's crazy. Like I'm about to go on the craziest rant and then I'll probably get into news. But this is me just 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 explaining how monumental the time frame is and why it's good to look at the news. It's good to be knowledgeable about this stuff. But there's got to be a different form of wisdom that is coming through in this age, in this time period. That's why I've always promoted renaissance over revolution, because what's happening is everybody's getting activated. That's good. And what are they having you do? They're having you throw away your life. This is the problem. We are much greater than they are offering us, than where they're putting us. You understand? So let me let me pull it. Let me pull it in. Let me play for you guys real quick this clip. A little bit of what I looked into over the weekend. I'll play it, Um, and you guys can watch it in its entirety because it's like fifty-three minutes long. I only want to play a little bit of it just so we can get a couple whistleblowers on the record talking about Project Looking Glass. And then I'll talk, I'll I'll tie it into the Great Awakening, the Emerald Tablets, how consciousness is external, it's not local, out-of-body experiences, and how we really are supposed to be doing something better with our time frame 
instead of getting upset and frustrated with people about immutable facts they can't change. People cannot change their color. Do not listen to this transracial nonsense. Okay. But you have to understand that all is one and one is all. But these people are doing everything within their power to, 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 to superimpose their technological uh, dictatorship over us. Right. Like, let me play this. And hopefully we can get a little bit more situated on the other side, because the reason I'm coming at it from this angle instead of just jumping right into it, is to say, do you see what they would have us worry about? And the vaccines are a massive deal as well. I've said this on the show as well, man. That's one of the main reasons why they want to chip us. One of the main reasons why they want to alter our genetics and do the whole transhumanist movement is so they can trap us here. Right? When you die, thank God you get recycled up. You get taken back to heaven. You get to see God. You get to have another incarnation. Right? We're appointed a time to live and a time to die. These people, they don't want that. They never want to change. They want to keep us trapped here. They want to keep us inside their matrix. And there's a whole point to that. So from the politics to the spirit, to the culture, to the society, to everything they're doing, it has us trapped here terrestrially, politically, not understanding that we, that, that we are of something greater. So let me play this little clip for you guys. Go ahead and get it up for the good people over here on Telegram because we are simulcasting. Let's play this clip. Uh, Project Looking Glass from the mouth, from the mouths of the whistleblowers, and basically what it is is a compilation of uh, Bob Lazar, Dan Burrish, and Bill Wood telling you what Project Looking Glass is, and hopefully we can play a little bit of it, a little bit of this to wet your whistle, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Blowers who have mentioned this project into this one video, so you're going to get to see it all at, at, at a fire hose, and you're going to just, you're going to get it all at once. It's going to be exactly what you need to get caught up. Um, we're going to look at three different whistleblowers, and we're going to hear parts of their testimony uh, selected and compiled together. So. Uh, you may not hear everything that these three guys said about Looking Glass, but you're going to get all the major information, all the important stuff. So that after this video, you're going to know exactly what the project was about, um, how it started, uh, where it is, um, and what they use it for, and why it's important, especially considering what's going on in the world right now. Um, and so got to bear with me a little bit. I've collected these clips, but I think the audio adjustment level is not perfect on all of them. You may have to adjust your audio as, as some of these clips go in and out um, just slightly. I think they're mostly pretty good, but just be aware of that. Uh, so we're going to start with a man named Bob Lazar. Now, Bob Lazar first became a whistleblower in 1988, where he came out on the news, actually, and said that he had been a worker at not just Area 51, but a, a base named S-4, which was an underground base near Area 51. And here is a testimony of his from 1989, just that uh, one year later, uh, about where he mentions Project Looking Glass. Now, he didn't have direct uh, experience with that project, but he had seen briefing documents on it. So that's what he mentions here. 
Could you briefly describe Project Looking Glass and Project Sidekick for us? Project Sidekick was another project going on uh, with Galileo. Galileo was the project that I was involved in. Sidekick dealt with any of the weapon potential of the craft, whether or not the craft had a weapon in it or could it be used as a weapon, but it had something to do with some sort of particle beam uh, configuration where the gravity generator can be used as a lens to focus focus a weapon of some sort, similar to the SDI device we were working on in the uh, the 80s, but with the potential of a focusing device using the uh, gravity generator. And Project Looking Glass? Project Looking Glass dealt with the distortion, the fact that there's a time distortion. Essentially, looking back in time, and by that I do not mean looking back years ago to see the wagon train days. They're looking for distortions that are milliseconds in time, and what what that was used for, I, I don't know, but that was uh, just observing the time, the, the time distortion, time dilation phenomena, the craft in operation. So there you have it, Bob Lazar in 18, 1989, giving uh, the information that he knew about Project Looking Glass was just that it was based on time distortion. And so I'm going to now show you another clip. He He doesn't give any more information, but I wanted to show you this clip. It's It's an interview he did with Joe Rogan, and not too many years ago, I don't know if it was in the past two years or something like that, but this will let you know that his story has not changed about this project in 30 years, and I think that says something about his credibility. So here's that clip. Again, the, the only thing I could verify was what I had my hands on. Um, there were, you know, there was talk of weapon systems, that there were different projects, Project Galileo, Project Sidekick was supposed to be weapon applications of the craft. Um, Project Looking Glass had to do with time, any effects of time in the craft. Now, I don't think we're not talking about making a time machine like in science fiction, but we're talking about, you know, small distortions, intentional distortions of time and how that can be used, you know, as a uh, not as a well, it was part of a weapon program. How are you informed in this? About These again, this? were just the small briefings that I read. All right, so there he again reaffirms that he was he had access to some briefings at one point during his employment at S4, the base near Area 51, where he saw these documents about Project Looking Glass. And all he knew was that it had to do with time and time distortion. And so that at least is, that is our first whistleblower. And he came out again in the 1980s with this information. Now we're going to go on to a, a different whistleblower. His name is Dan Burrish who also had experience with the project. And so here is a clip of Dan Burrish introducing himself in an interview with Project Camelot, which is, uh, you can look them up to if you get interested in this, but here you go. I'm a microbiologist, a, um, a retired one now, but continuing somewhat the practice involved in a, uh, a very unusual project called Lotus. Um, I am a 20-year retiree from uh, Majestic, first having been brought in in 1986 under the auspices of the Committee of the Majority, um, and uh, specifically working for the Majestic 12 uh, assigned to Project Aquarius. All right, now he's going to actually explain where the project originated from. Okay, so this looking glass technology comes from cylinder seals. 
originally is. How? Uh, originally, it was a series of instructions for accessing the, the wormholes, which naturally pass in the hyperspace, which we find ourselves. And from there, they worked on the technology. They built okay. the equipment from the instructions. After I got to pause it right there because uh, I'm, I'm going to keep playing it. But the other day, I was reading from the Emerald Tablets, if you guys remember. I was reading from the Emerald Tablets, and in the Emerald Tablets, it talked about uh, portals being opened up in this world from time to time, right? They talked about creatures being summoned from the dark deep by men, and how after they were eradicated, there were still reptilians and still there were beings on this world that were coming into this world through portals that were still opening. And so I just felt I had to make that quick little comment because we'll get we'll we'll, we'll get back into um, Mr. Wood, Mr. Birch, Mr. Lazar, and all these different people and their testimonies in relation to uh, Operation Looking Glass, time travel, time distortions, and things like this. But again, you have to understand these are people that have much more knowledge, much more information about all these things than us. But just because they're more informed doesn't mean that they're not still playing their role in the larger picture. You see, everybody has a role to play. But I just thought I'd have to make that quick little comment. Let's go ahead and get this clip playing back for you guys. We'll pick it up from there. Building the equipment from the instructions, they began to tweak it find different things out about it see and now i gotta stop it right there where are they getting the instructions to build this type of technology we're not talking about cern and the large hadron collider but where are they getting the instructions to build this type of technology is this is is this ancient human technology is this extraterrestrial technology right is this uh schematics and information that's being delivered to these people via via automatic writing right because this takes place as well you could look into the vril society uh with hitler the nazis world war ii they talked a lot about this werner von braun one of the pioneers of our space program here when he got brought over from project paperclip they started to ask insights as to how they were able to develop this advanced technology Werner von Braun basically said, we had help. Now, were these same entities, the same ones communicating uh, with aspects of our military to tell them to build this technology? And you've got to ask why, but getting back into this. One of the things that they found is that they could actually use it as a peering portal, like a peering glass, if you will, to see different aspects of not only the future, but the past. Are these Sumerian? Uh, Sumerian? Uh, I would say that they slightly predate Sumerian time frame, but that some of the information which came down from cylinder seals that slightly predated the Sumerian time frame were then recopied in Sumerian seals as well. And, and those, those cylinder seals, oh yes. And those cylinder seals, to the best of my knowledge, have all been um, obtained. From Iraq, some of them from Iraq, yes. Some of them. From some of Egypt? them from other. Some of them from Egypt. Some of them from other countries where they were being stored. And 
and I really don't want to get my country into too many problems here. <laughs> and and you got uh, go ahead for a second. It's it's. All right. So he explained there that the initial plans for the project Looking Glass came from Sumerian or you know Mesopotamian cylinder seals that had been found um, by various governments and then equipment put together based on those plans. And now here's another clip where he's explaining a little bit about the location of the um, stargates or portals, as he calls them, related to Project Looking Glass and what has happened to them over, over the time. Um, well, we had Looking Glass technology um, and uh, uh, portal, actual stargate technology, in Iraq. Uh, as late as uh, the start of 2003. And um, a lot of countries don't want us to end, didn't want us to enter Iraq. We did them, didn't we? Right. But how is it that, in well, other words, our, it sounds Omar like... just handed his two over. We it's... just told him that we were going to make him rich beyond avarice. And he was a little smarter than uh, Saddam, that's all. And so what he did is he handed them over and says, oh, please come into my country. He says, look at my look at my uh, my equipment to make sure that I'm not making any weapons of mass destruction. Meanwhile, out the back door goes the two that Saddam actually had transferred over to him. Cylinders. Uh, well, uh, equipment, Stargate, Stargate, activating technology. Portal. Yeah, for them to experiment with. They were experimenting. But if the looking glass technology is the same thing, it, uh, is is access as a wormhole? The technology accesses the world. Yes. It also accesses stargates. Well, that's essentially the same thing. I, I, I've been using the term stargate. Stargates occur. A machine that accesses a wormhole by spreading out the energy, the strange matter, or whatever it is. And I'm not a physicist. That spreads it out in a compatible way to either communicate through it or the passage of information. And that includes also but it occurs it occurs naturally stargates occur naturally Indeed they do all right so just a little more information there about the stargate technology the project looking glass technology and i just wanted to mention i'd forgotten earlier but these interviews dan did a few interviews with carrie cassidy of project camelot uh over a few years i believe this one was about 2006 is when he did this interview and came out with this information um, but, uh, you know, props to Carrie Cassidy. She's been devoting her life to this type of thing for a long time. So I encourage you to look her up if you want more information. One more clip from Dan Burrish. He's going to talk about some of the things they saw as they started using Project Looking Glass and using it for trying to predict future outcomes. So let's take a look at that. Uh, the, the numbers that we received before the Looking Glass was shut down disbanded. Uh, was that there would be a 19% probability with an 85% confidence that the disaster would occur, that there would be a transition from timeline one to timeline two. But that then means that there is an 81% chance that it won't. And so the individuals who want to carry the, the negative are convinced that it's going to occur are not presenting the facts. The facts are this is the material that we have available that we know. So what you're saying is the Illuminati, to get back to that thread, yes. is basically the side that believes that the transition is going to 
occur from one timeline to the other. Not only do they believe that it will occur, they want to provoke it. But, but okay. how does it benefit them? I got to pause them? it right there. I got to pause it right there. Sorry, guy. I'll, I'll let you pick it up here in a second. But I got to pause it right there because how many times on this show specifically have we brought up the thought process? I talked. I talked about it just this uh, just this past weekend. It feels like these people are trying to trigger prophecy. It feels like these people are using 1984, Brave New World, Revelation as prophecy. Why does it feel like they're trying to trigger prophecy? Why does it feel like they're trying to create the Mark of the Beast style system? Why does it seem like they're trying to invert everything purposely? Why are these people doing this? Because that's what I'm saying. This isn't like a false flag. This isn't like accidental things. It's these, these are intentional moves being made by our adversaries to purposely disable, to destabilize things. They know full well what they're doing. Why are they trying to trigger prophecy? Because they want a certain outcome. You know, whenever, because uh, I'm, I'm only going to play a little bit more of this. I'll put the link for it in the description bar below. If you guys want to get access to it, to listen to it, it's well worth your listen. Because I even, I, I was watching this and I thought to myself, oh, well, they're just using AI. You know, they're just, they're, they're just running simulations. Oh, you mean simulations like Event 201? Oh, you mean simulations like the cyber, pa- the cyber polygon? Oh, you mean those type of like simulations? You mean Jade Helm 15, those simulations? UX 16, Operation Gotham Shield, Thunderstorm Spiral, those simulations? Because these are not being done by humans at this point. This is being done by this advanced AI and how it's using humans to manipulate outcomes and modify their behaviors. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, just the other day, I had, to, I had to break down and say the hands that the world has been given over to the hands of the evil one. And I mean that he has been given clearance to do everything he's doing because he's already lost. But like I said before, at the start of this, just because he lost doesn't mean he's going to bow out gracefully. It means he's going to try to cause as much chaos, as much destruction, as much bedlam and mayhem on his way out. And you got to understand, guys, so I'll play this, and I'll, I, I, I got to switch it over. You have to understand, I don't know what that critical event was. Because we're in their future, and a lot of this stuff is playing out now. That's why it seems like it's moving faster and faster. Like waves, we're just getting caught underneath the undertow as, 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 as it intensifies. But it will subside, and you have to understand that these... The, that a lot of this stuff hasn't come to pass. But let's play this so I can go ahead and pick up on some of the points I wanted to make afterwards. All right. So that shows you a little bit. And I realized there that that, um, you know, there's not a lot of background for what he's saying in this little clip. But I didn't add more here because we're going to see in the next whistleblower, uh, whose name is Bill Wood, he's going to really expound on this timeline idea and the things they saw about a catastrophic future versus a awakening or enlightenment type of future. Uh, And so that's coming, but um, know that it's not going to stay where it is. You're going to learn a lot more about that in just a minute. Now, I wanted you to see that Dan Burrish actually collaborated with a few different researchers because, of course, once he came out with this information, everybody was interested in, in hearing about it. And as he collaborated, a few different artists put together 
renderings of the looking glass uh, machine, if you will, based on Dan Burrish's testimony. So here is one rendering that someone did in a 3D CAD program of the looking glass machine. Here are some better ones that were done as well uh, with some nice 3D CGI graphics. Uh, and these are just different views of that. And these are on the internet. You can find all these. It's just I've compiled them all here in this video for you. So there you go. And if I remember correctly, he you know, the, as he told about this thing, this produced and used an argon mist in the middle to um, and, and somehow used, I think, super cooled liquids uh, in helixes or um, spinning around the, the center of this thing to create the time distortion, the, the distortions that they were able then to hook up to computers, to machines, and then calculate probabilities of future events based on inputs of uh, decisions. And so they would, you know, set all this up and then run it through the system and see what the outcomes were going to be in an effort to predict future events. Uh, and that is kind of how that this is explained to have worked, had been explained to work. So now moving on to the third whistleblower, and, and these are the only whistleblowers I know of uh, that have actually come out and are, you know, credible on this topic. But uh, this third whistleblower's name is Bill Wood, and he again is interviewed by Project Camelot's Carrie Cassidy. She's uh, done a great job with all these people, getting them out in the open. But uh, first, we're going to learn just a little bit about Bill Wood, who he says he is, so you at least see that. <clears throat> um, basically, I got to uh, skip my forward. Military career was such that uh, I was in. I got to skip forward uh, on this United one. States uh, Navy from because it is knowledgeable, but I, I just want to get what he's saying. White hat ex-military people, uh, a, a secret group uh, classified who needed his help with Project Looking Glass. So that's what's in this clip. Um, and we're only going to play a little bit. In doing that, I was contacted by a group of people um, that were also doing the exact same thing and were much more aware of who I was and what my experience in the military was um, on a top secret level. I was very surprised by that. <laughs> um but I learned very quickly that there's people out there with a huge amount of information that are fighting for the good guys. Okay, so in essence, you were contacted by a group of what we call white hats. White hats, um, I call them oath keepers. Um, but essentially, uh, they're the patriots that our government would classify as terrorists. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, I got to pause. They are ex-military by and large, and some of them are still in the military. I would assume a large number are still in the military. And so this is where I've got to pause it because, again, we are in their future. I grew up on Gary Cassidy and Project Camelot and Project Avalon and watching all these guys come out from the military. It made me really question uh, what, 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 what was going on. That's why I understood all of the UFO nonsense, the alien abductions, the my labs. I was I, – I, I was – I was on this, right? 
But we're in their future. What did he say? Oath Keepers and Patriots. Good guys still in the government trying to do something about this. And to a degree, I feel like Trump was used uh, as a as a as a dog whistle, as a dog whistle, as like a bait and switch to get these remaining good people out of government so that the government could go through its tyrannical transformation that it's going through right now. Uh, because I, I thoroughly believe that we have good people still within the deep rest, deep recesses of the government trying to fight against this. Uh, but they are, but they're underneath so much cover, <clears throat> so much cover, excuse me, that like, like, like quadruple level agent cover that they have to be very careful uh, when coming out and exposing stuff and whistleblowing things. Uh, I mean, my God, you see how, how we treat doctors and scientists and, uh, Edward Snowden's, uh, uh, um, John McAfee's, you know, you know, I mean, like, look at uh, WikiLeaks, Julian Assange. Look at how we've treated him. You see, so no, I do believe that there probably are a remnant and some good people still within the government trying to fight against this and get us the information that we need so that we can combat this and be a part of the Great Awakening. I uh, I just believe that Trump was also used by some of these forces to to uh, exercise some of these people out. But just think about that. This had to have been done in like 2000, 2006. Look at the grain of the of the video right here and and and, and, and the quality of sound. Right. And so I don't want to play a whole lot of this because I do kind of want to move on. We'll play a couple more minutes of it. But think about this. We are their future. Information is coming out. The child sex trafficking is coming out. The Pedalgate stuff is coming out. Uh, off-world bases. All of this stuff is coming out. This is a part of that's That's all Revelation is. It's the great revealing. And what happens when you become aware of something? You become awake to things. You truly wake up. And that's what I'm saying. Like you, 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 you have to understand the devil is a master manipulator. He is a master mimicker. He wants to be like the Most High. Everything he does is in imitation. And so as people wake up to the truth, he has to do everything within his power to keep people back on the plantation, to keep them still within their chains. You see. And so as people are waking up, he's trying to figure out different ways. Uh, stay woke, right? You kids like waking up, right? Stay woke. Let's 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 stay woke. He commercializes. He diminishes. Besmirches the actual concept of waking up. And so as people are staying woke, hashtag stay woke, they're falling deeper into their delusion. But you see, that's what I'm saying. They have been given over to the spirit. And so uh, the, latter, the latter part of this, which I'm going to lead for you guys to go listen to, this man, Mr. Wood, gets into a more uh, biblical, eschatological, eschatological uh, approach when looking at this because he explains how, hey, it doesn't matter what we do, some type of, quote, catastrophic, catastrophic event takes place where the game is over and so let's let's play a little bit more of this and then we'll pick it up on the other side for the government in the fbi secret service cia anybody any alphabet agency there's got to be a percentage of people that are seeing the day-to-day and going this is wrong we got to do something um One of the caveats that I do have some personal information uh, that I did get personally involved in um, was some information that had to do with uh, the Stargates and Looking Glass. 
<clears throat> and more specifically, the 2012 problem with those projects. Um, the, well, I guess, popular opinion of what's out there right now is that the project was shut down um, because uh, there was a problem when we approached 2012. Um, I've heard it described a number of ways, uh, but to my knowledge, the problem is, is that the timelines converge on that point in time. And when you <clears throat> know enough about the Stargate projects and the Looking Glass project to know that um, how string theory works and how the possibility of possibilities works and how making one choice over here doesn't necessarily mean that the other choice uh, couldn't exist at the same time. Um, but once you get your brain wrapped around this subject, you find out that um, at the end of 2012, uh, in an easy way to put it, uh, the choices that we make become less and less consequential to the future. And eventually we're pushed into this bottleneck of time, uh, no matter which choice we make. And that's important to the people that had access to Looking Glass because they would use Looking Glass knowing the choices that they would make and the future would pop up. Um, the big mistake was coming up with uh, the possibility of future. And when we started using a computer to say, well, if we make this choice, it's 79% possible that this scenario happens and 23% are possible or whatever, you know, using round numbers, that this scenario would happen. Um, the understanding at the time was that was realistic. However, if you go down the road further and free will continues to exercise itself on this game, yep. um, that 79% possibility there it is, free will. changes very, very fast. Yeah. But if you look at the situation in a point of time, it seems very realistic that that's the greatest possibility. Okay. And so I think what I'm going to do is we're going to take a break. And I think that's a good place to pick it up on uh, because free will is a big thing. And you can see right now that they're trying to manipulate our free will. When I started the transmission off with basically explaining how the vaccines are taking over people um, and how this makes them easily more suggestible. And how a mob mentality is is is, is quickly uh, consuming the populace. They're trying to manipulate people uh, and manipulate free will, manipulate reality, trigger prophecy, and control the future. And so, when you have people that did not take the jab, did not get the jab juice injected inside of them, who were still whole as the day they were born, the minute they came out their mother's room womb. The same way they've just passed through the portal is the same way that they're going to 
it, it, ironically enough, it's not going to be the same way that they, they leave. The same way that you have naturally born humans is the same way that you already see them introducing this concept of genetic modification, of transhumanism, of biohacking, of creating designer babies. And while this seems altruistic on the surface, what this does is this, 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 we've said this on the show time and time again, this disrupts your natural biofrequency, your ability to communicate with God, to receive information in a natural way. They're trying to manipulate free will because they want to control the outcome. You see, what resides in each and every single one of us is greater than every single one of us. And you see them trying to use that against us. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, who knows, man, maybe we might play, we'll, we'll, we'll play a little bit more of that. And then we'll get into the more uh, modern temporal nonsense that we're dealing with. And this is why I'm sad, uh, because we really should be spending our time learning things in a different capacity instead of being instead of being upset with one another. Like they have they have they have dumbed us down. They have got us so programmed, so triggered, so angry, so 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 twisted up. We don't know what we have no idea what what is up versus what is down. We are so bass backwards and so hateful and so angry and so spiteful that we are just not thinking. And that's the exact place they need us. You see what I'm saying? Manipulating free will. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into more of this on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
Salutations, my friends. Wow. Uh, I was just talking with Jensen over there on Telegram, uh, which you guys can join us on. Uh, I was just talking with Jensen about, uh, you know, how are they going to cover up mass die off with this experimental gene therapy? How are they going to how, how, how are they going to do this? You know, we were talking about it beforehand at the start of the show with the vaccine booster shots. You know, the mass die offs and things like that that could occur. But it's just, it's insane. You know, it truly is insane what's happening right now. Um, you know what, Jensen? I'm going to see if I can pull you on here real quick. And if you can, mention, mention because I, I don't know if I mentioned it appropriately, but mention if you can the cold storage facilities. And then I'll kind of chime in on uh, what, on, on my perspective on some of that stuff too. With the, um, with the, the, the FEMA camps, uh, HR 666, all this other stuff. Uh, but uh, kind of get into the cold storage facility, the new contract that uh, they went through, and then we'll pick it up from there. So um, basically, um, I might not be able to explain this too well because I'm going off the top of my head, but the uh, UK government has basically signed a new contract. And this contract, I think it's a contract which is going to last 
four years, if I'm correct. It's either two years or it's four years. And what this contract is, it is the basically um, I've signed a contract to place cold uh, excess cold body storage units throughout London in 32 different uh, boroughs in London. Now we call areas boroughs over in here, over here in England. So that's that's very widespread in London, and uh, they're basically talking about it's on the government website, and the brief description said these are being put up in in case of in case of an event with excess death, and it's covering for the next four years. Now, see, so, my my mind immediately goes towards like here in America, they're shutting down stores because of rampant theft. Right, 17 different Target stores are being shut down, I think, in San Francisco due to rampant theft. It makes me think about whenever we had covered Jade Helm 15, UX 16, uh, the unconventional warfare exercises of 2016, and stuff like that. They had touched on how Walmarts were being converted uh, into fusion centers and at the same time uh, processing plants. And so whenever you're talking about these 32 different cold uh, cold storage facilities, being placed all over London in these different boroughs, that makes me think of something similar like that over here happening to where they're shutting down stores so that they could be converted into places to house all of these bodies. It's kind of like what we saw here in America where they shut down the the, 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 the football stadiums, but then they use them uh, as 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 max vaccination sites, do you think it could be something similar like that? Could you see uh, supermarket areas being converted into some of these cold storage facilities, Jensen? Um, I haven't seen anything referring to that, but yeah, hundred percent, definitely. They'll they'll have the thing is like the plans for some like this taking place, like the, they're they're all there and they will be in there for a long time. They'll, they'll know exactly what to if, if an event like this happens, they'll know exactly what to do. They'll know exactly how to respond. It'll all be in plan. Um, it's not 32 different uh, excess cold storages, but these excess cold storages are being brought to 32 different areas in London. So who knows how many there is? Um, it's like you said with the uh, stadiums. They've done the same over here, man. They've, they've turned the, uh, the stadiums into vaccination sites. I don't know. I think I don't. To be honest, EJ, I have no idea. I have no idea what, what, how this is going to play out. I'm not going to lie, brother. Neither do I. This is this is me. Sometimes this is me kind of grabbing at, at 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 straws, trying to figure out. Okay, where have we seen this before? Where is this going to tie in? Like what what is going down? Some of it is me kind of grabbing at straws, trying to figure out what the heck's going down, uh, because it is mm. it's intense, man. You know, yeah, it is. Uh, and that's why I say, like, I've seen it in the past. I've seen where it makes sense. I've seen where they've done it. Like out here, they have disposable coffins, thousands of them, thousands of thousands of, 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 of disposable coffins. We've caught some as well yeah. uh, on the back of just like uh, trailers being shipped to the American yeah. Southwest. And so when you're saying like these excess cold storage facilities, that just makes me think, OK, they're like they're they're going to dispose of people but but not really like they're going to experiment on these people like they're going to document it they've got to figure out okay what what went wrong here 
Like I don't know. I yeah. I, I think of it in such no, a such a wild way. Yeah, definitely. I think I think only time's going to tell. But the, the the alarming part for me is that the contract's only lasting four years. Now Carter can renew that, but that they only they only sign this con they sign this contract literally after the vaccine after this uh, vaccine rollout or if it was before it were only a month or two before it's very very recent it's it's all in line with everything you understand so well they're expected a mass die off and we've we've covered yeah, this they are, they're beginning to actuary it into like actual businesses the oil and gas industry is beginning to actuary in uh, all the people who have received the experimental gene therapy for them to not be there in the next two to three years so that contract is in right alignment with what they're expecting uh four years from yeah. now that'll be 2025 they'll be halfway through on their agenda to 2030 and during that time period we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see that mass die off bro we will see like yeah. 20 to 30 percent of the population having died off and and i'm having a hard time myself even thinking about what that's going to look like societally speaking mm. yeah definitely definitely it will send a lot of people insane oh yeah 100 percent. it'll send a lot of people insane because you've got to think about it the majority of people like they don't actually know they don't know what's happening yeah there's a lot of people at this point that know that something sketchy is going on and yeah they might be tuning it out but i mean when this starts happening it will literally send people crazy and it's all done by design this is all done by design yep well, I mean, um, look, because everyone everyone's already crazy to an extent. Sorry, no, everyone's no. already crazy. Like, if, if you know what I'm talking about, everyone's already kind of traumatized in a way. Even if they don't notice it, that's just going to push it overboard. This is going to push it. Over. So many people are going to curb them. For even for people like us who realize that this is coming, we all need to stay extremely vigilant and uh, work on our mental health right now and have a really, really strong mindset. Because even with the people who are seeing this coming. It might even affect us more than it affects the people who don't see it coming. Amen. We've got to understand. Amen. I thoroughly mm -hmm. believe that uh, that is that is another part of the agenda is is to have people like us lose our minds because we're supposed to be in a weird way. I feel like we're supposed to be out there being leaders, helping people, fighting back against this, standing up, giving them the information. But they call you a domestic terrorist if you do so and anti-vaxxer if you do so. And so I'm starting to mm -hmm. think that that may not be the route, right? Like we might have to find a completely different approach as to how to link up with people, how to network, how to navigate this. This is what I was talking with you about before the show, that we're basically becoming like professional escape artists trying to dodge every single, uh, every single dart that they're sending at us to try to paralyze us because that's what they want. They want to paralyze us. They want to drag us back into wherever these facilities are, wherever these camps are, and they want to either test on us to death or they want to experiment on us. And and none of this sounds good. And that's the sad truth. Like yeah. people think yeah, that moment. <laughs> people think that this is like an altruistic thing, but you've got to think you just gave your health over to a pharmaceutical company with a, with a compromised government. That's not going to help you. You can't, you can't have mm. health injected. And so you can either, Pay the price now, right? Get your vitamins, get your supplements, get your nutraceuticals, bang back some water, get you a healthy amount of vitamin D, right? Build up this natural, healthy routine, or you can pay for it mm -hmm. later on down the line with experimental gene therapies uh, that may not be tried and tested yet because guess what? You're the, you're, you're the guinea pig. Like I can, mm -hmm. already, I can already see it. Jensen, I don't know if you guys have it over there in the UK, 
but I already I can already foresee commercials coming out saying, were you forced to work during the COVID-19 pandemic? You may be entitled to compensation. I don't know if you guys have converse, uh, commercials like that out there in the UK, but we have yeah, we do. We do. We have them all the time out here, man. And I can already see the, the, the COVID ones happening. Were you forced to wear a mask in, an ex- in a dangerous environment from 2020 to 2022? You may be entitled to compensation. And I, I can already see that happening. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle talking about this stuff now, like, you um, because my head's just all over the place. Oh, yeah. With this topic, because everything's literally all over the place. It's just a waiting game for us now, people. We're just got to, Like I said, we've all just got to keep a level head. And I think, I, I really, whoa, <laughs> I really think that um, that's the most important thing the most important thing we can do. Sorry, I just got distracted then and landed right in front of me. <laughs> You're all good, player. Yeah. But I, I agree. You know, I think um, I'll, I'll say this and then I'm going to get back into uh, Mr. Wild or Mr. Mr. Wood over here and we'll, we'll finish out the looking glass talking. Uh, but I thoroughly believe that that's the point of what's happened right now is it's, they want us to join up with them. They want us to say, they want us to have this kind of hopeless outlook to where it seems like there's nothing we can do. And the best thing we can do is kind of lose our minds and, and, and stay away from them. That They want us to join up with them. But I thoroughly believe that this is a part of the even greater test of our time frame is to, is to, is to challenge our will. I've been saying it time and time again, that generationally speaking, we have never been confronted with something like this. Uh, and, the previous generations, they've kind of been like in somewhat of a lull for the past three to four generations. They've just kind of been in like a trance like state and we're being traumatized Mm -hmm. out of, we're being traumatized either into or out of the next state that they're trying to take us. And so we're having to wake up in a much more different and complex environment and a lot faster. This is something me and you have talked about uh, specifically during like exclusive members meetings that you, you're, you're, Mm -hmm. You're super young, you're smart, you're woke, you're getting up to what's to what's happening. Imagine people 10 years down the line, how bad it's going to be, and them having to wake up to that reality. And so that's the yeah. test. We've, yeah. we've got to hold on for dear life, not only to our sanity, but to our integrity, and most importantly, our humanity, because they're trying to have us give it over, and we can't let them yeah, have amen, it. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bang on. Bang on, brother. Bang on there. And the thing is, the scary part is, I, I, I see that slipping away every single day. And when yeah. I see, when I say every single day, I mean every single day. And it's so hard to see. And you know what? It just motivates me even more just to up all my morals. I'm never going along with this stuff. I'm not going along with, with where this world's going, man. Never. And I hope it's the same for, for everyone else. And I mean, it's going to be a hard one because there's only so much you can, it's so much you can do. But, well, it, and that's, we all just need to, that's the main thing. They made it easy to sell your soul out. You got Juvenile, yeah. you know, making songs, remixing songs, instead of saying, back that thing up, saying, vax that thing up. They've made it easy for you to sell mm. yourself out, and they're making it extraordinarily mm. difficult to hold on to your willpower, again, your integrity, your humanity, your sovereignty, and your individuality. They're going to make it super easy. That's what temptation is, bro. That's, that's all it is. Mm. It's, it's, just that, it's just that blow pop with the bubble gum in the center. That's just a tease. You don't mm-hmm. want that. You got steak at home. You need to watch your diet. 
you need to stay away from all these things that are designed to distract you, then you need to strengthen yourself. And so that's that's what's happening right now. We're being tested. Yeah. We're being tempted. Uh, they're giving us Dunkin' Donuts, right? Free Uber rides. <laughs> but is that yeah. is that all you amount to? And that's what some people amount to. So yeah. we have to be greater than that. Yeah, 100%. I agree, brother. Um, I'll let you get on with the show anyway. All right, Playboy. I will uh, – Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Or I'll just just rock with me, man. All right. So there there was Jensen, the mate from across the pond. I love it. I love it. I'm only going to play a little bit more of this because uh, we were we were we were going into the break talking about the manipulation of free will. I would hope that the conversation me and Jensen have right there. Uh, gives you an explanation or at least an example of what manipulated free will looks like and how that can be weaponized against you. And regardless of how much uh, uh, how much truth you speak to this manipulated mind, you become a part of the problem. It's like that scene in The Matrix where uh, Neo and Morpheus are walking down the street and he says, hey, every single one of these people you're looking at, these are all minds that have to be awoken to what's happening. But until they do, they are enemies of us. They are enemies of the very system that we are trying to free them from. You see? And so this is how free will can be manipulated if people don't pay attention. This is why they, this is why they call them NPCs, non-player characters. They don't see how they've become the vestigial puppets, the arms of this, of this evil, evil beast. But that's okay. Because as I said before, as evil evolves, what must righteousness do? It must rise. And we are. But let's play this and we'll continue on on the other side. Um, what happened was people, very smart people, began to figure out that something big was coming up. Something that made it so all the possibilities of all the future scenarios of any choice any possibility that was fed in and observed through the looking glass inherently ended up in the same future. And no decision, no possibility changed past a certain point. Um, that's the big secret. Okay, so is that certainly <coughs> 2020? All right, so just to recap what we just saw, Bill expresses here that as he worked on this project and found out what had been done on it and started to get involved with it, he realized and saw that they had been running probabilities into the future for a while with this thing. And they kept finding that after 2012, every possibility that they fed in would always end up at the same event in the future from 2012. So as they would run these different scenarios a time and time again, if they went past 2012, they would always converge in an event, uh, some big happening that, that everything then coalesced into and that no decision that was made prior to that point was going to change anything about that point in time. Now, he doesn't mention what point in time that is. I have thoughts on that that I'm going to share at the end of this video. But uh, just to, to kind of recap what he said there. And then next, he's going to talk about how this singularity this convergence of history yes was coming up the singularity uh in the future from when they were using the device and he's talking about 
I think this interview is in about 2009, uh, and he had been working on the project, I think, in the very late 90s. Incredible. Is when he said in earlier in this video that I didn't show that he had been working on the project. So let's listen to what he says about how the elites felt the elites in the world got wind of what was going on and how they felt about it. It's, it, it well coincides with December 21st, 2012. I got to pause there uh, because again, I've got to point out the, the I've got to point out Obama. I've got to point out Trump. I've got to point out some of the things that took place during that time period that set the stage for where we're at now and why stuff legitimately feels like it's accelerating to a crazy, crazy degree. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, you could talk about the age of Aquarius, the age of Pisces, the paradigm shift, uh, 5D ascension, stuff like that. I'm not sure. That's not something that I, I didn't fall down that rabbit hole, so to speak. Galactic alliances, inter, inter, interplanetary federations, that's not where we went. But what I am saying is something took place in 2012. It wasn't the end of the world. I think it was the beginning, the beginning of a new age. And as I keep trying to reiterate in so many different ways, we were we are not supposed to be going through this crap. But at the same time, we are supposed to be going through this crap so we learn never to do this again. You understand? Like I've said it before time and time again, we were supposed to be uh, understanding what it meant to be like a multidimensional human. We have the technology to induce like out of body experiences. We have the technology to 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 have true t uh, synthetic telepathy. We have Tesla's technology. We have it. But then you understand that the technology is really just a representation of just how we are naturally. But I'm I'm, I'm pontificating. What I'm trying to say is, we were supposed to go through a massive awakening process, and we still are to a, to a degree. This is the great awakening. Whatever was hidden will once be revealed into the light. And as that takes place, with this new knowledge comes a new state of awareness, comes a new responsibility, because we inherit much more than just the knowledge. We inherit the responsibility that comes with that. I hope this is making sense. What I'm trying to tell you is this is why they're giving you a false enlightenment. This is why they're, 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 they're waving the rainbow flag, telling you that this is peace when you know it's not peace. They're telling you they're, they're waving the rainbow flag, telling you that, oh, this is a, this is equality. This is love. This is diversity when it's everything but not. And so you see how how hard they are trying to hold on to power and how as soon as the jig is up on one thing, they move to the next because they're vying for power. They're vying for control. They're trying to create their new world order, but as they're creating it, it's being destroyed in their time period, in their lives. They're being exposed left and right. And this is why I've got to ask the question, what are they going to do to try to put the genie back in the bottle? What are they going to do? They tried to release a man-made virus and cover it up so they could inject us with experimental gene therapies to control us. What are they going to do to make that seem passe? Remember, we used to think that mercury, thimerosal inside of the vacuaries causing autism used to be like passe. That used to be something controversial. Are the vaccines causing autism? We don't talk about that now. Now we talk about myocarditis. Now we talk about decreased lung functionalities, seizures, blood, clot, blood clots, heart attacks, things like this. What are they going to do that's going to outdo this? 
And so when you get back to the question of why are they trying to manipulate free will? Why are these people doing this? I've got to pull back from even there and say, why are these people trying to trigger prophecy? But then you have to say, is, is it that they've already, prophecy's already been triggered? They're just playing their role. So I'm going to play a little bit, a little bit more of this. And then I'm going to stop because I want, I, I hope I have wet your whistle enough for you guys to go find this. Again, I'll put the link in the description bar below, but I'm only going to play a little bit more and then we'll get into a couple more things and uh, that'll be the show. So at that point, all possibilities lead to the same timelines. All possible timelines lead to the same basic set of history in the future. The sleeper must awaken. The sleeper must awaken. that That is the big question. That is the big secret. That is what sends everybody that has all of the information that knows everything into a blind panic. <laughs> um, the people that know everything about Looking Glass, that have gotten all the reports and all the information, the elites of the world, probably figured out that that was the end of the game. And nothing could be manipulated beyond that point. So I'm just going to let it continue here. He continues talking about the contracting timelines and what that means. So I may play through a few clips here in a row. They cannot go beyond a certain point. At a certain point, after they're done hearing the computer tell them, this is what's going to happen over and over and over and over again. Um, All they become focused on is how do we fix it? Why, what is the this that's going to happen? The inevitable contraction of the timelines. The. But what does that mean for this reality? Do you know that? I don't know that. Um, What I do know is that I was called in and asked to solve this problem, this timeline contraction problem. And I eventually did my due diligence and did all the investigating and basically only had one piece of information, and that was reinforcement. The computer's right. The timelines will contract down to some inevitable thing that you guys won't tell me about, so I can't help you. Inevitable event. Um, it's been forecast, it's been predicted, it's been fed to us in a slop trough of what they want us to believe will happen. Um, but they don't actually However, know. comma, they don't actually have control over what happens. They only have control over the reaction. Yes. And it seems that no matter what they try to do to cause their desired reaction, it's going to have an opposite effect. Yes. They are going to trigger prophecy, uh, problem, reaction, solution, order, ab, chaos. There's nothing they can do to stop what is coming. All they can do is manipulate the outcome, you see. And so I'm going to put the link in that in the description bar below. you got like 25 more minutes left. I would highly recommend you guys go take some time either looking into uh, Project Looking Glass, 
Carrie Cassidy, uh, Project Camelot, Project Avalon. Go look into the work of Bob Lazar, Dan Burrish, or Bill Wood, and really do some digging. And so this stuff is super old. Like they said, they this has got to be like 2008, 2009. I graduated like a couple a couple years right after. Uh, but that's them saying that something took place in 2012 that they could not change. All they could do was 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 manipulate or react to the outcome, and that's where we are right now. That's why every single thing these people do gets exposed. Every lie they tell, the truth comes out, and it's not taking as long, right? We used to pontificate, if was this a false flag, we would have guests on, we would break it down, we would look at the numerology and all this other stuff, and oh, 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 what are some of the curiosities surrounding all this stuff? Nuh-uh, not these days. People are awake. Something happened. And everything these people do, all it does is backfire. It is backfiring. But that doesn't mean, like, you have to understand, they're going to still push they don't know how to do anything different. Listen, I could hang up with you guys right now, go sit with my chickens and uh, play with my pups outside. And I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything with me. These people can't go do that. Bill Gates can't. He, he, he can't stop manufacturing the vaccines. Fauci can't stop lying. Uh, Tedros can't leave from the World Health Organization as a, the director, gen- as a, a, the secretary general. He can't do that. They don't have anything else to do. This is all they, all they are. These are the drones. These these are the Vorgs. These are the slaves of Satan. And that's why these people have to carry out their acts. Yeah. I'll put that link in the description bar below because I would really hope you guys look into it. It's something that gave me a, a weird type of hope, but it's project looking glass from the mouths of the whistleblowers. And that's them breaking down how, they had the technology back in like the 90s to look forward into the future, uh, but because they couldn't get past a, a, a certain temporal rift, so to speak, a distortion in time, that they had to shut it down. But that doesn't mean that they didn't start up something else on the other side. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the things take place uh, these days is because they are being run by machines. Yeah, these might have been plans and things they had on the slab on the agenda, but if you're looking at it from like a computer science point of view, plug and play, just inputting information, constantly trying to uh, uh, manipulate the moment to get like the desired outcome. I think that's that's kind of where we're at right now. And so when you have warring factions within the Illuminati, uh, some that are being the accelerationists who are being tormented by these demons saying, do this, build this stuff. Hurry up, let us through, let us through. You have some people who are generationally born into that. And then you have some who have seen the kind of damage that they've already done underneath their regime and they're trying to get out. They're trying to get other people out. And then you have others that are that are lying in wait. Uh, and Russ Dizdar talks a lot about this as well. The rise of the Black Awakening. Uh, but again, the only reason I'm coming at it from this perspective, I know I'm jumping all over the place. Sometimes we're talking about COVID. Sometimes we're talking about Satan, demons, and all this other stuff. Is because we're talking about time travel. We're talking about timelines converging, becoming one. Possible futures, potentialities, multidimensional existences, all leading back to right here. I want to read a real quick 
Bible verse, Revelation chapter 6, verse 14, as well as Isaiah chapter 34, verse 4, where it talks about the universe being wrapped up like a scroll and how there is only so much that people can do. There is only so much that we can fight back against. And there is also a greater play, a greater plan at work. Like last week when I told you guys, like, I don't worry. I don't worry. Obviously, I'm stressed. I'm worried about these types of things, no doubt. But on another level, I'm not worried because I understand that I'm going to expend every bit of my energy here on this time fighting this so I can go be in heaven. You understand? Let me read this real quick. I'll pull it up here for you guys. This will help reset some of my my thinking the appropriate way. Uh, but here is Isaiah chapter 34, verse 4. It says, all the stars in the sky will be dissolved and the heavens rolled up like a scroll. All the starry host will fall like withered leaves from the vine, like shriveled figs from the fig tree. That's Isaiah chapter 34, verse 4, where it talks about the universe, the world, this place being wrapped up like a scroll. And then in Revelation chapter 6, verse 14, it says, And the heaven departed as, the, as a scroll when it was rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Ponder these things, because they will come. The same way I've been asking the question, of, are they trying to trigger prophecy? And very well, they are. They already have. They already have triggered prophecy. They know full well what they're doing. Because you see, that's why I mentioned it earlier. They're tormented by demons. They've made packs. They didn't get to where they got playing cute like me and you. Something moved them there. They were put into that position of power, not even power, of obedience to carry out what they are supposed to carry out. And the same way they are being moved by the other side, by supernatural forces, is the same way that we ourselves are being moved. There's something even stronger than them is pushing us to do what we have to do. You can see already they're trying to push us into a confrontation with the unvaccinated or with the vaccinated, the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated. You can see that they're trying to push a confrontation there. That's not what this is about. What this is about is learning to learn it, learning to turn God on and turn off the world. You understand? This is what I've been trying to allude to throughout the entirety of this transmission. The same way God has his army is the same way that the devil wants his. And guess what? They got a flag. They got a banner. They got a symbol. They got it. They, they, they have it all. But how many people, how many people do you know are going to be champions for Christ? How many people do you know are going to be champions from God? You understand there's, there's they, they, have, they have made it so easy for us again to give over our humanity give over our sovereignty, our individuality, our morality, our soul. They made it easy to be sellouts. Shucks, you can get yourself a Dunkin' Donuts. It's as easy as that. But how hard is it to be a person of integrity, to stand on your own two feet, to stand for something instead of fall for everything? And these people who have been given over to the spirit of delusion, they fall for everything. They're about to line up for their booster shots, completely unaware or even aware of what's going on and still ignoring it, being in a state of ignorance, choosing 
choosing the delusion. But uh, let me get back to like what I was trying to reiterate. The devil having his own army and us being to- uh, uh, not even being told, but teaching ourselves that, hey, you need to get off some of this bad food. You need to take care of yourself. You need to detach from this machine because it's trying to kill you. You need to learn to listen to a higher call. You're being programmed right now. You're being propagandized to. I know you don't see it. That's how clever it is. That's how it works. But do you know how to disconnect? Whenever I started this transmission, playing a clip for you guys of a gentleman uh, holding up a UV light to his injection site, not that it's magnetized. He didn't, he didn't display that for us, but that it is glowing. People are literally glowing in the dark now because of this experimental gene therapy. There are epigenetic factors associated with this, with this gene therapy that we will not see for the next four to five years, like Jensen said. Thank God these people didn't die right up off the bat. What is going to come after them? And when I talk to you again about transhumanism, biohacking, designer babies, epigenetics, eugenics, gene therapies, we are the last naturally born humans. You got a mom and a dad. Thank God. Thank God. How many of these kids victimized by this vaccine will have children during their childbearing years that we pray to God do not have any genetic abnormalities? Will they be will they be trying to read revelation will will they be trying to understand uh, what type of chrono- chronological time period we are in during uh, uh, during this prophetic time period or are they just going to be trying to survive will we have the existing medical system to treat these people that may have deformities or or or, or things like this we are the nat- we are the last naturally born humans and this was done by design you see, because the devil doesn't want natural humans, we could we could flip on them. We could turn code on the devil real quick. We could ask for salvation from Jesus Christ. We could ask for salvation from God and say, free me from this. He doesn't want that. What he wants is somebody that's compromised. He wants somebody that's willing to, 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 to already bite from his apple. You see? The same way a drug dealer gives you the first hit and says, come back, I'll see you next week. That's what he wants. He wants you to be crippled so you already have the chip on your shoulder so you can be angsty against God. That's what he wants. He wants to lead you away from salvation, away from truth, away from freedom. He wants to put you in chains. He wants you to be bonded to him, enslaved by his lies. And that's why they say, it's not about like, uh, I don't know if it's because I'm becoming a dad. I'm looking at stuff different. That's why they say the sins of the father, it falls on the child. These parents that administered the vaccine to their kids. That's on them. That's not on the kids. God rest those kids' soul. Bless them. It's not on the kids. It's on the parents, on the guardians, the ones that brought you here. We've said this on the show. And I've said this with people specifically right around my the time my grandmother died that I realized that that's just my position in life right now. We're uh, being involved in this revolving door. You're supposed to make sure that souls leave this earth in with peace. And at the same time, make sure that souls come into this earth with, with peace. 
I'm a revolving door. That's what life is. As one door closes, another one opens. But we're not even doing that. We're not even protecting the life as soon as it gets here. We're not. They're experimenting on it and they're perverting it as soon as it gets here. And you see how they treat the life as it's gone. The life that it's leaving. It's like over... Uh, you see... You see what happens. They let these they let they let these old people they died alone. Their family members had to see them pass from this world through a freaking plexiglass window. They couldn't have their hands held. That's why whenever my grandmother passed away earlier this year, I said this was a blessing being able to read to her, to spend time with her as she passes. That's a blessing because look at what's happening to these families right now. The mothers, the fathers, the daughters, the kids, all of them. We see it now. You see it now. You see these kids being born and the mothers having to have a freaking mask on, some kind of some kind of mesh to keep the placenta juice away from them because of this gosh darn virus. They want to keep you enslaved by the lies. They don't want to set you free with the truth. Understand. But that's what I'm saying. We're supposed to be revolving doors, stewards of the planet here. We're supposed to protect the spirits that get here and make sure we send them off appropriately. We're not even doing that. And so, because we're not following our God-given directive, that hedge of protection is being removed. God's like, you don't want to do your job. That's all you're here to do. Make sure they get here and make sure they leave here. That's all I'm asking you to do. Sitting up on Facebook is more important. Doing TikTok dances is more important than your inherent God-given duty. Okay. Well, let, let, let me flood your Fedbook and your Twitter and your Instagram and your, and your Snapchat and your TikTok. Let me flood all that stuff with the truth. Let me see if you will seek me out then. And how many people do? And as people are exposed to the truth, guess what? The devil has his moves as well. He has to sink them deeper into the delusion. I'm preaching. I'm preaching because it's true. This is the last generation. The last generation is the most lost generation. And now guess what? We have horrible attention spans. We can't even remember what we had for breakfast a couple weeks ago. Fish have a greater uh, memory than we do. And that's all that's happening right now with the eradication of, of, of culture, traditional values, traditional systems, and so much more. This is just the devil trying to buy himself more time. That's all it is. Legit. That's like a thousand percent all it is. He knows his time is short. And so he's trying to cause as much chaos as he can before he gets done away with. And <laughs> it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 weird. There's like a cert, there's like a weird berserker type of calm, a spiritual berserker calm that has just like come over me these past couple like weeks to month, to where it's like, yep, people are gonna die. You're gonna have to sit here and you're gonna have to watch all these people die. Yeah, this crisis could this crisis could have been averted. Lives could have been saved. That's why you got to be more honest. That's why you got to be more transparent. That's why you got to tell them the truth. Get up there. Go tell them. Save them lives, EJ. And we can only hope that we saved a few. Because I was told in a roundabout way through God that 
you got to sit here and watch this. You have to sit here and watch this because the people, they don't know and they don't know how to know. They don't, they don't. I had this revelation on air like a couple of years ago. I can't be mad at people because they don't know what the heck they're supposed to care about. They don't know that they shouldn't be trusting these pharmaceutical companies. They were raised to trust the system. They were raised to have blind faith and belief in everything and authority. But you see, that's what I'm saying. At a certain point, and this is the other part of that message, I got to sit here and I got to watch people go through this meat grinder called the vaccine experimental gene therapy, and I got to watch them die. And we got to hope that people wake up on the other side of this, that, hey, you got to care about this. You should not blindly give your sovereignty and autonomy to a system like this. You got to... you. You got to be more self-sufficient, my friends. You've got to get stronger, not weaker. You got to be in this world, not of it. You got to wake up. And that's what that's what I was told. You got to sit there <laughs> and watch these people die and pray to God that at least 1% of them wake up. And with the 1% that wake up, yes, they may be disillusioned. Yes, they may be demoralized. But guess what? You have to revitalize them. You have to show them what it was for. Because the sad part is, is nothing in this life comes free. Nothing in this realm takes place without the cost of something. And so, yeah, we are waking up and look at what it is costing us. Look at how many lives it is costing us to do something. So I don't know what that traumatic event is. I don't know what happened in 2012, but I can tell you what happened in 2020 and 2021. Lives were lost. And yeah, I woke a couple people up, but it didn't do enough. And so unfortunately, more lives are going to be lost. And we have to sit here and we have to mobilize against this. And we'll get stronger because every single one of these people that die, they're the true martyrs. These are the souls God takes real quick. He takes them because these are the sweet ones. And I said this, I said this a couple months ago and it wrenched my heart admitting it. The good thing is, is that at least the good souls, they get to go home. They don't have to see what's about to go down right now. They don't have to see the mutations, the abnormalities. Uh, they don't have to see any of, any of the stuff that goes here. These were well-meaning people that just wanted to get on with their life. And gosh, golly, they did the best they could. And you know what? They don't have to see what's coming. They won't be here. But those of us that are here, we're going to have to see this. And we're going to have to try to stop this. And that's what I'm saying. It's not that we're going to stop it. So many things have been set in motion. We got to prepare for what comes after. I think that's what I mean by trying to stop it. They're going to get those of us that have remained, those of us that have stayed true, those of us that fought back. And that's what I'm saying. What we are going, we did, we had no idea that by this time last year, we would be in such a different ball game. But because we are holding on for dear life, being truthful, we can see through their lies. We can see through their manipulation. We can see through the deceptive tricks they are trying. And all it's doing is emboldening us. And that's what I was talking about with Jensen right there that you guys heard. It's designed to make us lose our mind. They are trying to trigger us 
into some type of conflict with the so-called vaccinated. They want to hit us with information overload to where we just go out there and do something crazy and compromise all the progress that we've made being right, right? Your adversary is never going to tell you whenever you've actually been successful, whenever you've had your button or whenever you've had your, your, your finger over the button, when you're hovering over the target, they're never going to tell you that. But what they are going to do is trying to set you up and put you in a trap. And that's where we are right now. We have been right about everything that is going down right now. And they are trying to do everything within their power, not only to shut us up, but to get us on their side. Because these people, these adversaries, the people we're going up against, they know what they're doing. Even the, the sad part is that the people that are with them don't know what they're doing. They know that we know that we see that what they're doing. And that's why they're trying to do everything within their power to get us onto their side, to convert us. These are the Vorg. These are the drones. These are the NPCs, the non-playable characters. These are the regurgitators, the useless eaters. These are the minds that still need to be woken up. We just haven't figured out how. You know, it's like uh, it's like if we were ever to get a long-form discussion of somebody that truly believed all this propaganda and then convert them, that might do something. But even whenever I say that, I think about that 12-year-old Maddie DeGarry girl that we covered just, just the other week. Her mother, her mother believed in all this propaganda, and it literally took her 12-year-old daughter essentially becoming disabled after being a part of the Pfizer vaccine trial. It took that for her to wake up. And so I don't know what's going to wake up. I don't know how we fight back against this. All I know how to do at this point in time is hold on for dear life, stay true, be honest, call these people out at every single turn, and at the same time, not not upset the apple cart. Like back in the day, that used to be what we wanted to try to do, you know, wake people up, disturb stuff. People are being woken up. And with truth like this, as, 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 as deep as it hits, it's got to be packaged in a different way. And so I don't know, friends, this is a, 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 a very tumultuous time period uh, that I don't have all the answers for. This is why I tell you, sometimes I go straight to God and I beg him not only for forgiveness, but for clarity, <laughs> strength and more. Because it's like, God, this is out of my hands. This truly is out of my hands. What do I do? Let me save people. Let me do your will. Don't let me sit. put me in, coach. Don't put me over here on the sidelines. I want to get in. I want to help. Because all of this could have been averted. All of this, this drama and this tragedy, these lives, these people could have been saved. We didn't have to do this. And he told me, sorry, Jay. You're, you, you might be right. And no, we didn't have to do this, but we have to go through it. It's the only way to get out of it. And I asked you know, why? Like, why do we have, why do I have to sit here and do this? Why do we have to go through this? There couldn't have been any other way. Any other way would have been worse. Any other way would have been worse. Did you want us to set off a nuke? Did you want the mass die-offs to just start happening out of nowhere? No, 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 no. This was the only way that we could reach this goal, that we could reach this understanding. Because the awakening process, I said this before, 
It is not easy. I'm up here like nine years later, still asking you guys to, to donate to us so we can keep this shit going. The awakening process is not easy. I don't forgot about so much stuff that whenever we have shows like this, I just end up ranting and raving with the amount of information that I've been able to accumulate over the years of doing it. But that's me being melodramatic. What about the people that are having to wake up now? That are having to wake up. Oh my God. I, I, uh, my, my, my gender might have been influenced by the atrazine. Oh my God. My biology might be disrupted because of the chemicals that my mother administered to me as a child. Wow. All that Starbucks wasn't good for me. What about going through that awakening period? You understand? Oh my gosh. I think that, uh, uh, that, that experimental gene therapy that my mommy gave me so I could go travel to Cabo Wabo for, for, for spring break might've made me paralyzed. Imagine going through that awakening process. And that's what I'm saying. We've entered a different wheelhouse now. And with that comes a whole new responsibility because we are the keepers of the knowledge. We're, we say it all the time. Oh, we're history's actors. We're the agents of change. Well, yeah, show them what that means. Help guide these people towards the light in these dark times because guess what? It's only going to get darker and you got to know. That's why I sometimes hate being in this position and having to sometimes have this, 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 this transparency because I will sometimes just drop down on my knees, not necessarily crying, but asking God why. Not, oh, why have you forsaken me, God? But why have, uh, why have you given me? Why did you do this to me? <laughs> why? And it's not like a, a vengeful thing or a spiteful thing. It's like. It's it, it's not even cursed. It's the burden of the knowledge. It's the dis, it's the discernment that's been given, and the responsibility that comes with that, with staying true, with being honest. And how the world is just not going that way. But just because the world goes that way doesn't mean you have to follow. What it means is you have to stay true to what brought you here, and you t- and I tell you all the time what brought me here, not my own strength. Fuck, sometimes you guys hear my coward, my cowardice. <laughs> sometimes you straight up hear that. It is something greater than me propelling me into this position to explain all this. Because God knows this is intense. It's intense. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, to, to kind of touch on what Jensen was saying, I think every single one of you listening right now is having that same surge of, 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 of human compassion. And maybe that's one of the reasons why we are having to go through so much of this is because with this gosh darn technology that we are exposed to, it has made us so detached and so dehumanized that that's maybe, maybe that's why we are going through this is so we can remember what it means to be freaking human again. Cause we were getting pretty detached for a second there. I mean, shucks, we st- we, we, we still are pretty detached, especially with this transhuman nonsense that's going on and this pronoun thing that's taking place. But, 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 but maybe that's why it's happening is to, is, to, is to teach us to become more compassionate, more, more sympathetic, more understanding, more human. I don't know, though, because that's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's, it's, it's all so much. It's a burden of knowledge. 
that we are all having to go through, and not one of us is spared through this process. The only thing different is you're hearing me go through mine. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're hearing me go through the rough parts of the awakening process, the maturity that comes with that, the responsibility of the knowledge, the implementation of everything that we have learned. That's the only thing that's different is you're seeing me go through mine and everybody else is going through this transformational process as well in their own way, shape and form. And that's the great awakening. That's why I don't have fear because as, as I've said before, as evil evolves, righteousness must rise to quell it. And we are rising and they're trying to do everything in their power to stifle progress, to stutter step our success and everything they do in a roundabout way. All it has ever done is made us that much stronger because that's who these people are. They're of their father, the devil. They are the great, they are of the great adversary. That's all they are here for is to be speed bumps. But we got to know where we're going. We have to know what we're doing. And we got to be armed with the truth because there is a truth. Don't let these lying, deceitful, satanic inversionists tell you that there's no, there's no such thing between right and wrong. There's no good and evil. Don't listen to that. There are immutable facts in this universe that cannot be changed regardless of what freaking year it is. You understand? And that's what's happening right now. These people, I'm trying to tell you, these people who have just been bought into lie after lie after lie after lie, that's all they will ever do is manipulate and steal. Steal the truth. Oh, God, I'm preaching today. I'm preaching today. And, and, and it's happening because we need to learn to turn the world off and turn God on. We have become so gosh darn unnatural. It is, it's, we're becoming inhuman. You understand? And you have people who were willing to give over their humanity because guess what? They didn't want it in the first place. They're okay being evil. They're okay being broken. They don't want to be whole. They don't want to be happy. Better yet, their destruction and their death, seeing you wriggle in pain brings them joy. Oh, my God. You see. <laughs> oh, my God. You see, I'll tell you what. People are worried about Orange Man. and Hold on. Hold, hold on. People are worried about Orange Man. People are worried about Beijing Biden puppets, actors, and very good ones at that. I'm not. Because stuff is moving so fast that it, it, it stuff is moving so fast, even Trump is passe now. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to explain. Stuff is moving greater than these people can try to control. And all we do by giving them our time and our energy is let them control us. <laughs> oh, but it's stopping. Let me tell you, it is stopping. People are fighting back. It just takes time. 
You know, this is what Lucas was asking whenever we were still over there on Instagram. He's like, man, I don't know. You know, people, he's like, I'm worried. People don't seem like they're waking up. Like, I, He's like, I don't know how we're going to fight this. I don't know what's going on. And yeah, this is worrisome. Yeah, the cost of waking up is death. People will be sacrificed. We are seeing a massive, like, we are seeing a massive ritual go down. All right now. You could even say, like, uh, since we were talking about Project Looking Glass, Project Stargate, Project Center Lane, Project Grill Flame, and all that. You could say that the mass die-off that's taking place right now is a ritual sacrifice to set the stage for the Antichrist. I'd say that. I'd agree with that. I would. I legit would. You could probably even say that in 2012, the Antichrist was born, and that was the bottleneck event that took place regardless of what was happening. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But something happened, and because of that, something is happening to each and every one of us. And you are being you are being given a chance of redemption and salvation or deception and delusion. And so, because it is easier to be disillusioned, it is easier to be delusional. That's the route. That's the route people are taking. Like the other day, I went to uh, the other day I went to Hops, it's a church I got married in, that is now a bar with my pregnant wife. Saw like three other people that were pregnant there. It was crazy. I started telling myself, we need to we need to normalize this this again. We need to normalize pregnant bellies, not these blue haired Karens, bruh. Not these pink haired witches, my dude. We need to normalize pregnant bellies because that's beautiful to me. You know what that tells me? Y'all had y'all have fun. Y'all are real. That's what that tells me. You over there with the pink hair and the purple hair trying to look all cute and shit. You're looking like you're about to make yourself so unique you're about to be out of existence. This is not night. This is not normal. We have normalized the abnormal. And in doing so, we've legalized lunacy to follow. And what do you think is going to happen? We are not being taught the principles of regeneration. We are not being taught the principles of restoration, of healing. And I'm telling you, it's going to happen because it has to happen. We cannot let these degenerate Dark souls do what they are doing unabated. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, just as a, a, a matter of precaution, I'm the first. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even the first wave. I'm a little late to the game. I'm over here reading articles, trying to present a show, you know, trying to document the insanity week after week. I'm only one manifestation of this wave. And I'm doing the best I can to keep it in check. What do you think is going to happen one generation down the line, two generations down the line? That's what I'm saying. We've got to start rediscovering the principles that we gave up because the crap that we are entertaining right now is destroying us. And misery loves company. And we do not have enough people who are willing to be restorers of the faith, regenerators of the planet, not these goddamn climate activists. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Even there, those are the great imitators, the great mockers. Oh my God, dude. I just I I, I think that like that's what happens is is I see where 
we are supposed to be. And then I see the agenda that they have in place to counteract the natural awakening that's taking place. And it is, if it wasn't so infuriating, I would say it's impressive. That's what I'm saying. These are master manipulators that we're dealing with. If you don't think that by the time we begin to wake up to even larger truths, right, the fight is going to change. That's what I'm saying. By the time we realize that we are supposed to be true stewards, not stewards of the new normal, not the rise of the rainbow children, but true stewards of the planet, uh, being taught the principles of regeneration and restoration, trying to heal things. If you don't think that that's what we're supposed to be doing, you're missing the goal here. But you have to understand that wild card aspect to all of this is the devil, knowing full well that eventually his time will be up, that the truth that we'll wipe the scales from our eyes, that we will understand the truth in a deeper way. He's got a plan for that. He's got the, he's got the climate change agenda, the, the climate activists, the environmentalists, the eco extremists. There's, there's, there's so many layers to this, my friends, that the only thing we truly can do is hold on to our mind, hold on to our integrity and know full well that we are right. And that we've got to, that we've got to get right. Got to stay straight, stay vigilant, Stay on point and keep our eyes on these people because <laughs> they, they're always going to try something. They are always going to try something. And the principles that we, and, and that's what I'm saying. The stuff that we have to learn in this incarnation, in this body, is the stuff that will transcend our time. You understand? What I'm trying to say is they're not warring with one another in higher dimensions. They're not warring with each other. Uh, 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 in different times and space, there's a certain harmony to the to the universe. There's balance. There's an equilibrium that has to be maintained. But here on the battlefield, <laughs> this is where this is where it all plays out. And so, when we transcend here, when we die, we take what we've learned with us. We don't get to take any of our purple hair or any of our Starbucks or our glasses with us to heaven. That stuff leaves here. That's terrestrial. That's earthly. When we leave here, we become something so much greater. That's what you got to focus on. But you see, we've been bogged down with all this politics and this temporal talk of, oh, well, tolerate this or tolerate that. And on the timeline of everything, there's only so much that matters. And that's what I'm saying. There are certain immutable facts in this world, in this universe that we have to that we have to abide by. There are laws of the universe. That's God. And you can see his fingerprint everywhere. Who calculated the formula for the wind? You understand who calculated how fast the the, the, the sun would go around in rotation? Why do I still have to debate is flat earth legit? Because because it might be and you might have been disillusioned. You might have been lied to about that because that whole uh, globe model of just being hurled into space and experiencing chaos time and time again, that plays into what they want. But being in a perfectly self-sustained containing universe where you truly are the center of it and the world and the universe revolves around you, oh, that's, that's, that's too much for some people. They don't want that level of accountability. So it's easier to give way to chaos. You have to understand how we have been conditioned to accept propaganda and, 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 and engage nonsense. We have not been taught critical thinking. We're being taught critical race theory instead. We're being propagandized to. 
you're not having an actual education. You have to understand how all this stuff culminates. And this is where we are having to fight back against so much propaganda, so much tyranny, so much evil that it's no longer hiding. It's out of here in the open. And it's telling you, you will convert or I will kill you. And we have to have the strength to say, eat shit, kick rocks, not doing it. Send me to heaven. I ain't going to do this with you. I ain't going to play no games with you, Satan. Not today. And while this might sound all funny on the surface, you know everything I'm saying is true. And so we've got to iron out that mindset, not even for us, but for those that come after. Because again, everything we're doing here transcends us. This takes us to the next level. This is what we're fighting for. Not fame, not celebrity, not <laughs> not to be an influencer. <laughs> Y'all can have that. But there are greater things here, greater rewards, greater wealth than we understand. And to me, you want my truth? Wealth to me means maintaining your integrity, maintaining your humanity, being a real person. That's what wealth means to me, not not giving way to all of what they're saying. So I definitely, I got to, I got to cut this off because I definitely hardly went over the show, but I had planned for you guys. Hardly got into news, hardly played clips, hardly did what I would normally do on a Tuesday. Guess it's just a Monday and this is how we roll on Monday. Uh, but oh my God, this is happening more and more often to where it's like you it, 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 I could get into what is happening, the nitty gritty and how it all connects. I think that's why I, I, I wait till Thursday to a degree because it is overwhelming. This is happening more and more often uh, to where I'm having the show. I've got all this information and I hit overload point and I just start preaching because that's basically where we are at. If you are not reading the tea leaves, if you can't see the signs of the time, I'm not quite sure what to tell you. You might need to find another show because things are changing and we've got to change with them. Thank God we're not over here on Instagram trying to look cute in front of the camera. We could sit here and shoot you guys straight for hours. We could shoot you straight without the articles, without the help of videos. And that's what's that's what's important, being able to 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 connect with people. And, I, and I'm not saying everybody's going to be receptive to preaching. I'm not. Some people kind of turn it off because they think it's either vengeful or judgmental or, 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 or condescending, but that's not the case. You've got to learn to listen through the emotion, listen to the truth through the emotion. And that's hard for people. And so, no, I don't mean to get up over here and start preaching like this and go off the rails and start screaming about how they're being master deceivers. But is that not the case? And, 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 and we talked about it here, too. That is also the point of everything they're doing is to make us crazy, is to knock us off kilter so that we don't have our facts, so that we become more in the flesh instead of in the spirit. And I think that's the most. I think that's that 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 right there is one of the beautiful parts about being deplatformed, so to speak, off of Instagram. Is now we don't have to be caught up in all this other stuff. We're able to look at information and all this other stuff that goes down in a different way. We're able to get back to uh, not necessarily – it wasn't like I was being truthful beforehand, but we were more focused on the immediate information, what was coming out, getting the latest story, 
saying, ha ha, we're getting thousands of likes. This is great. And that was the lie. That was the deceit because we weren't really listening and interpreting what was going down and being deplatformed, being able to reach out into the world, so to speak, in this way and then and reconstitute ourselves in a, in a completely different configuration. That's awesome because it shows that we have an even greater goal here than 300,000 followers. (laughs) We have an even greater goal than where we were and we are only getting started, but we've got to figure out what is propelling us. And episodes like this remind me episodes like this moments. Whenever I'm talking with the exclusive members, when people from uh, all over the world, give me a call at like two o'clock in the morning. Like I'm supposed to be awake. Oh, but it's it's stuff like this that reminds me of why we started, why we've got to keep going, and what is propelling us, and what's at stake here, man. I think that's the bigger thing. What is at stake? We're talking about our futures, not just mine. Everybody's. Hate to use the propaganda, but we're all in this together now. We were all in it beforehand too, but it's a lot more serious these days around. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I got to cut it off. I got to cut it off. Things are taking place and you can feel them. And if you can put them into better words, please hop up over here. I'll let you have the whole show, please. But you have to understand life is no longer a spectator sport. We have to get engaged. People are getting activated, but you can't burn yourself out on this. It's taken us seven to nine years to get to this point to where we can just rant and rave for two hours about fact after fact after fact after fact. You cannot burn yourself out doing this. You got to understand that things are changing and we need a different version of you. And this is not the same battlefield we'd entered into. Right. We're in a different wheelhouse now. Things are changing. We have to change with them, but we can't get caught up in where they're trying to take us. We have to know where we're going. I think that's a good place to call it quits, man. But uh, here's here's where we're at. So I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. Uh, the crew casts may end up being on Monday instead of Tuesday. Certain things around me have changed, so we're having to change. Uh, but this is the first Monday crew cast we've done, July 12th, 2021, variant edition. And who knows, the shows might be on Monday uh, moving forward into the future uh, because of what has to take place. But this is all I really have for you guys and gals. I'm sorry we weren't really able to go over news. I mean, my God, there's so much stuff happening. I think that's probably why I hit an overload point. Like, look, listen to this. Listen, listen to one of the articles we put up before coming onto the air and listen to me. I've, I've got to cover this this week on the show. Government document instructs vaccine, quote, strike force teams how to clear buildings and violate trespass laws and flag anti-vaxxers for forced quarantines. I've got to cover that. So just understand that as things intensify, we will intensify as a response to them, but in the way appropriately. They want us, they, they, they want us to be upset, rightfully so. They want us to be emotional, rightfully so. But these are, again, emotions, and we've got to figure out how to control them so we're not enslaved by them. 
there is a solution. Our adversaries won't tell them. Tell tell us to uh, tell them tell us what they are. This is why we have to again seek the truth, understand where we are at, dig deep, and change our approach. It's weird sounding like a a strategist, a philosophical political strategist uh, doing this type of stuff I'm doing, but it's again. I guess the role I'm cast to play. Uh, but yeah, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions or you want to be like Pamela and, and, and Chris, uh, who have been fantastically chatting over here while I have been ranting and raving, you want to be like our exclusive members, hit that link in the description bar below. Join your, join us. Get a subscription tier. That way you don't have to worry about all the other things we're doing. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, and Pamela, Chris, and Jensen, the exclusive members, out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.